Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to Dr. Marketing Tips. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And today we are going to talk to you about the different types of leads that might be available in your target audience. So we're going to start off talking about cold leads. These are the people who have no idea who you are. They've never heard of your practice. They have no idea who your doctors are. And one day they may have a need and you need to figure out how you're going to be there in front of them when that need arises. Then we're going to talk about warm leads. These are people that have heard of you, that maybe have been to your website, that have kind of poked around. Maybe they weren't compelled to request an appointment. But these are the folks that you need to court a little bit and um, try to bring them over to your side to actually schedule an appointment. So these are the ones shopping around. And then we're going to talk about hot leads and how you can market to your hot leads and remarket through your patients. And um, hot leads are ones that... You know, these are the folks that have already had an appointment with you or they have already seen your doctor or they've scheduled an appointment or they've had a surgery or something like that. So, um, Corey, why don't we talk first about what people can do to market to cold leads? Sure. So, like Jen said, a cold lead is someone that literally has no idea about your practice whatsoever, you know, um, for instance, if I had a, you know, a chronic sinus thing going on. These are the folks that don't even know what an otolaryngologist is right more or less why they would ever need one exactly and i i just know that i have this problem and i need to get it fixed it doesn't really matter at this point where or by whom i just know that i have this thing and i need to make it go away so this is these are your folks you have to introduce yourself you want to establish authority with them you know if you're looking at a traditional sort of marketing advertising medium this is like a, a print ad that you would see that um, as we always try and preach that we, we want to go with a patient first approach so you're really putting that experience kind of uh, head and shoulders above everything else um, but but you want you want to immediately put your best foot forward because again these people have no idea who you are so would you say Corey these are the folks that you are kind of putting out a brand message to in hopes that one day if they need you they're gonna find you exactly these are the people that you're you're basically trying to introduce yourself to you're, you're trying to say hey um, you know we're such and such a practice and and um, look at these successful outcomes that we have and you know we, we'd love to have you we're accepting new patients basically so cold leads would be only for those elective specialties you know, I'm looking for a primary care physician. I'm right. looking for an orthopedist that can fix my back. I'm looking for an ear, nose, throat. These wouldn't be the ones that, you know, you walk into the emergency room and you're kind of given whoever it is that comes to you because they're going to take care of you and then you go through their referral path. So cold leads, really, from a marketing perspective, it's the marketing that you need to do with the elective specialties. Exactly. Yeah. And and I mean I would even say it could be like a general practitioner or something like yeah, that absolutely. also, but it's 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 the cold top lead. of mind ones. Exactly. Yeah. You want yeah. to stay top of mind in your in your branding and your awareness. How about if you were trying to market to a cold lead 
through social media or digital media, what would you do? Well, actually, that's one of the great things about social and digital media is it allows you to reach these people, um, even if they have no idea who you are. You know, you know that, for instance, if if um, you're an orthopedic doctor and there's a high concentration, um, let's say there's a, a soccer field right near your house, um, those people may have no idea who you are, even though they're uh, two miles away, but you know that there's a league that plays there. So you can you can target the parents of players within that league and and put your messaging out there on Facebook for for a very small amount of money. And you know, it's it's just that sort of front facing introductory branding and if they ever need you, great. Even if you don't have anything to do with the league, you don't have to be a partner or anything like that. But the, the Facebook allows you to target this person, this decision maker in that household that's just down the street from your office, so that, you know, you know, heaven forbid if an injury does occur, they know that you're right there for them. Okay, so I'm playing soccer at the local field, I twist my knee and I know I got to go in and I don't want to go to the emergency room so I pull up my phone and I type in hurt twisted knee orthopedic and then on my phone because it's going to geo target it's going to give me a list of the places within like a five mile radius right and that's why it's important to have this sort of content strategy in place um, not only because you obviously want your practice to show up there because you have something like that listed on your website or whatever, uh, but, if, but if you also have a piece of content that says what to do when you twist your knee and you happen to be a practice that's just a few miles away, then odds are you're going to show up in those search rankings, someone's going to read that, or they're going to remember that they happen to see that Facebook ad of that practice with the soccer field. And Agreed. kind of put two and two together and say, oh, well, this is this is the place that I should probably go to right now. I really see the opportunity for those practices that are, let's say, family practice, pediatricians, orthodontist, um, dentist, because those are the types of physicians where you've got a consumer that is looking for something out of convenience. Sure. Whereas when you start looking at surgical and um, surgeons, you're going to be looking for somebody who can do the job and that has true credentials. Not that our pediatricians and our internists don't have the same level of credentials, but I think when you're looking for primary care or pediatrics, you're looking for something close to home. When you're looking for something extremely specialized, you're willing to drive for that experience and for, you know, when you're seeing what those reviews are with the patient experience overall, you want to go to the one that you perceive as absolute best. Yeah, no, I would agree with that, but I would also argue that in either case, you want to make sure that with this this cold audience, you're still putting your best foot forward, whether they're you know around the block Absolutely. or they're willing to travel for 30 miles. Absolutely. So define warm leads and what we can do to attract those warm leads. Yeah, so a, a warm lead is someone that has some idea of who you are. So again, using that soccer field example, let's say that you have some uh, some banners up on the field and they see that. So they, they are somewhat familiar in, if they saw your logo or your doctor's face, maybe, or something that they would kind of associate that. You're like, oh yeah, that's whatever that practice was. They'd be like, was. I hurt myself. What was the name of that practice? I got to go there. Right, exactly. Or um, in a digital realm, if someone's been to your website, um, they've shown um, an interest in you. They've shown that they have intent, and they they perhaps are interested in scheduling an appointment and taking you up on some of your. Um, procedures or services. So what are some of the tactics from a digital standpoint that you can do to convert those warm leads into hot leads? So again, uh, there's all kinds of crazy new stuff out there. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's again one of the great things about the the digital space right now is the, uh, some of the things that we can do. And um, so a, a warm lead is someone like we said that has been to the website and Facebook and Google allow you, and there's a couple other services, but those are some of the big ones. They allow you to do what's called pixeling your visitors. So basically what will happen is someone will go to the website and, and they get this little pixel sort of attached to them. And then you can actually build up a custom audience based around where they go and what they do if your campaigns are set up correctly. So again, going back to this knee example, if, uh, if I hurt my knee and I, I go to the local orthopedics office and, and I click on knee just to you know, get a general overview of what's going on, if they have a campaign set up specifically for people that have looked at that knee page, then they can send me what's called a retargeting message the next time that I'm on Google or Facebook. And I will see this come up in my newsfeed and say, do you have knee pain? We can help today. And the idea is that if you are in a couple of places after this warm lead, I've already shown intent. My knee hurts. I've looked at your website for help, but I haven't made that full commitment just yet. These are kind of like the gentle nudging reminders that I need to go ahead and do that. And, and I will say, I'm not a big fan of the, do you have knee pain? Because Facebook will turn you down and shut down your account right. if you do it wrong. Not saying that that would be an ad that's wrong. I just think it might be one teetering. But you have the ability within Google and within Facebook to do what is known as split testing. So you can run a, um, do you have knee pain or... You know, adults experiencing knee pain or females have a higher ACL tear rate than men. You can run, you know, kind of a generic ad that way. You could try for the same amount of money, you could try something that's patient first. You know, that you know, Dr. Jones fixed my knee. I was able to walk again. I played soccer only. Thank, thank you, Dr. Jones, because now I can play soccer and I got an NCAA scholarship. Or you can go along the lines of, you know, meet Dr. Jones, double board certified in sports medicine and ACL repair and world renowned and published and yada, yada, yada. So you can try different things based on the audience. But what Corey is saying is you could take a warm league lead and put a pixel on the website. And maybe you'll even put the pixels on today, not knowing if you're even going to try this for six months, but at least you're starting to build those audiences of people that have done something like come to your website, but they haven't yet converted to a patient. Exactly. Yeah. And one of the great things about this, this testing is, I mean, you, can see results and we've seen them pretty much every day since we started doing this i mean patients are um, once they're served these ads they're converting and turning into patients they're scheduling appointments and the cost for them to do that pennies on the dollar it's literally like 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 two to three dollars a conversion so just imagine what that does for your practice if, if you're getting you know a dozen or more of these every single week and and if you look at that value compared to let's say running a um, a magazine ad or a radio ad or something like that. It, I mean, it's it's just bananas not to want to go this bananas. digital route. Totally. But you know, it's it's interesting because I I would be curious in a case study you spend seems to spend more taking people from being a cold lead to a warm lead because you've got the branding and with, right. with with healthcare you know you're waiting until there's an incident unless you're really marketing for preventative care and. But I don't think there's a lot of cost that goes into There's more thought that goes into a strategy converting a warm lead into a hot lead. Yeah, exactly. I would agree with that 100%. So let's talk about hot leads. So what is a hot lead and how do you market to them? So a hot lead is someone that has already become a patient. They've been to the office. Um, and we see this or all they've the, scheduled an appointment. Or they've scheduled an appointment, right. Um, and we see this all the time with practices that we work with. They come in, um, They're let's say they're seen by the doctor, and then 
they go home, maybe they get a follow-up call, you know, in a, in a day or two. And then that's kind of it until maybe like six months or their annual visit or, you know, depending on the specialty and what have you with the follow-ups. But uh, I think a, a place that a lot of practices kind of falter is that there's not this sort of constant and not when I say constant, I, I don't want that to sound negative, but there, there should be some sort of messaging to these hot leads because these are the people um, they've already they're already your fan they've been there they know what you're capable of and what your physicians are capable of and they could be your biggest advocates but not if you fall completely off the radar so consistent messaging to your existing patient base or your hot leads would be your community building your photos your engagement efforts email newsletter via if you have social one. media email newsletter and I would even go as far as saying asking for a review or a rating or a patient testimonial because once you get the patient testimonial you can recycle that as content and start the entire cycle back over from hot lead now to use that patient testimonial to attract that next cold lead which turns into a warm lead back into a hot lead and the cycle repeats itself exactly and and that's the thing is almost no one does that though so you know if you can do that you'll not only be ahead of the the curve um, but you'll you also build bigger and bigger fans out of these folks because you know you're gonna come to them and say you're you're asking them for something and I think a lot of times the patients they feel sort of humbled and honored if you know the physician is asking for that from them and then another thing I think that um, kind of gets lost in the shuffle with these hot leads once you already have the patient is uh, going back to the ENT example that we mentioned earlier or even the ortho example. Um, you know, I came in for a sinus infection or I hurt my knee, but I might, just because I came in for that, it doesn't mean that I know that I can also come back for a hearing aid. And for me, I'm not in the audience for a hearing aid, but my grandfather is. Absolutely. And, and granddad and grandma are on Facebook. Exactly. So um, if even if you're, you're sending me this messaging um, about your different specialties and, and, and offerings, services, things like that, uh, me being a patient already... As I, as I said earlier, you know, I'm a fan of the practice. I like my experience there. And then I find out they also do X, Y, and Z. Maybe that's not for me, but I can turn around and tell my friends and family that, you know, I know this great doctor and I had this great experience and I know that you have this thing going on now. Maybe you should consider going there. Yeah, all really good points. And I think that probably sums it up for today. So, you know, let's look at your cold leads. Look at, look at your warm leads. Let's look at your hot leads and come up with a strategy for not only building those audiences, but marketing to them. And in the end, it'll result in more patients. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we will see you next time right here at Dr. Marketing Tips. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.